You are listening to the Demon Seed Radio Network. Your show will go live in five seconds. Hey, motherfuckers. This is Bonnie Rod. Four. Hi, I'm Riley Reed, your little cum slut princess. Three. This is Adriana Chechek, and when I'm not fisting my own asshole. Two. This is Jules Jordan. One. Hi, I'm Kisses Sins, and I love to fuck Demon Seed Radio. Warning. This program contains explicit adult material and should only be listened to by consenting, responsible adults 18 years of age or older. If you have come across this broadcast and are not old enough to buy a pack of cigarettes, then turn the dial now. Or at least find a decent pair of headphones. I don't really care. You're listening to the filthiest two hours on the radio on the only station that could contain them. Broadcasting from deep inside Demon Seed Headquarters, you're listening to Demon Seed Radio, live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Demon Seed Radio. I, of course, am your host, Bobby Genital. Normally, I would say I'm joined by the one and only Ms. Whitney Morgan, but she is uh, playing vanilla, actually. She had a family event in the Midwest, of all places, so she's stuck out there, um... The last report I got was that she was being fed a lot of vodka so that she could uh, cope with all the vanilla-ness. So we uh, thoughts and prayers are out there with uh, Ms. Whitney Morgan and all that good shit. But uh, here we are. We are broadcasting live from uh, Los Angeles here with uh, our uh, our third co-host uh, here, Mr. Johnny. Good luck. How you doing? Hola. How you doing today? I'm solid, bro. It's a good day. It's a nice day in LA. It's about to finally get hot out here. It's going to be in the 90s by Monday, so get ready, buddy. Right? It's it's uh, actually going to be summer. It's been unseasonably cold, apparently. Yeah, you've been getting teased, man. You're lucky you haven't had to <laughs> deal with any of that that fire yet. I know, right? But it, it's it can't be anywhere near uh, Florida summer, so I'm sure uh, I'm sure we're all good. Uh, anyway, so uh, Johnny, you just had a uh, you had a shoot. Is that how'd all that go? Uh, which Can one? Can you promote it yet? The one you just did? Uh, no, I can't. Sweet. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, sometimes I don't even know which website it's going to end up on. Yeah, good point. So, uh, well, Johnny did some shit this week, so congratulations to him, and I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. Fuck yeah. But uh, I wanted to go ahead and uh, jump right in and uh, introduce our guest. Uh, you absolutely know her, and if you don't, you need to brush up on your uh, pornography skills. Uh, it's the one and only, the very beautiful Lexi Lore. How you doing today? Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. Now, uh, now Lexi, it, it's, it's funny because... You know, people who, who may not know you and they may just meet you in public, you seem very kind of quiet, you seem very reserved and that sort of thing. And then they watch your scenes and it just like falls to the wall in sanity. Straight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Animal. Yeah. I like to say I'm more comfortable with my clothes off. So. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Right. Yeah. Have, has it always been that way or was it something that you kind of like learned, like, you know, learned through doing porn? No, it's something I learned about myself. I mean, yeah, I am a very introverted person and I always have been, but I kind of found my comfort. Um, through my work, and that's just what I'm happy doing. Now, you've been doing this for, what, about two years now? Um, Almost. It's been a year. Not really. It's been a year and seven months. Okay, so close. So, yeah. <laughs> so, how, okay, so what were you doing before you got into this business? Like, what was life like prior to anything adult? Um, Totally. So, I got my first job when I was about 18. I was working in a restaurant, normal stuff, Um, and then I got into webcamming. Okay. You got my attention at restaurants. <laughs> yeah, right. What uh, what were you like a server or Okay, a well, I was just the hostess. Yeah, I was supposed to become a server, but I I liked being a hostess. So. That's cool. I'd yeah. sit wherever the fuck you tell me to. <laughs> <laughs> you just point be like over there. He's like, "Okay." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now how did you get into the into the webcaming? Was it just somebody was like, "Hey, you should webcam" or did you just kind of figure it out or uh, I was always interested in it when I heard about it. 
and I actually dated someone and they were they brought it up to me. So I was like, wow, that's super cool. I never would have brought it up. Okay. But since they were down, I was already down. I had already thought about it. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you, well, I mean, what was your first, like, what was your first cam experience like? Because, I mean, it's got to be daunting the first time you get naked in front of the internet, I guess. <laughs> right. It's nerve wracking. So you can block certain locations. So people from my own state I knew weren't watching me. Okay. So there was a level of security there. But I also thought I wouldn't get big. I thought, yeah, yeah, so, but seeing, like, hundreds of people start joining the room, and it's like, I am a big introvert, and I think there's, like, a level of security on the internet, so they're not actually there watching me, Yeah, it feels good to know that that many people are watching. It's actually very exciting to me. That's something I talk about a lot with adult. It's like, rock stars, movie stars, other people of notoriety, you know, they're exposed to their audience on the regular. Yeah. Like they interact with them. Like you're a rock star. You're in a sold out stadium, city after city after city. Well, our community is very small. There's really not that many people in adult. And And a surprise. Yeah. We're in the same room multiple times a year, almost all of us. So we really can't kind of grasp like how many people actually see or like know who we are, who've seen our work. And for both of us, it's millions and millions of people. She's, she's way up there on the charts. So it's like when when I saw uh, like a Pornhub video of mine that I thought was like one of the silliest scenes I did. I saw it had like five, six million views. Right. I'm like, what? Well, that, that's the thing, too. I mean, it's it's always interesting, like, especially when you go to the conventions. Like, it's a small sampling of people that actually watch what everybody does, you know, that, that actually go to the conventions. And the people that go to the conventions are the ones that are comfortable enough to say, hey, I watch porn. I'm going to pay money to go to this convention. There's so many other people who are like, oh, I've never seen a porn in my life. And then you look at that, you know, they've got hard drives of fucking porn that they're, you know, hidden under a bed somewhere. Yep. You know, so it's those people that you never know, like how many of them are out there, like watching what you do, which is, which is an awesome kind of thought if you think about it, especially if you're an exhibitionist. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, I got to a point where I didn't know when I got into porn that it would be such a big thing and people would recognize me and everyone would know about it, you know, from where I came from. So um, to hit number four on Pornhub and then also to have over 200 million views, I don't comprehend that at all. I know, right? That, I mean, two hundred million—that doesn't even sound like a like. I mean, like a real number when you think about it. Like, I know that many people like sat there and watched the watch the clip, which is amazing. And number I four know. on Pornhub—that's no—that's no small feat. So, congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now you did bring up like like things about like the uh, the people in your hometown finding out, and I mean us. Re- mm-hmm. I mean, you know, recently we, we've we've ha- we've run into some issues with with you know new newer girls having problems adjusting to that concept. So, I mean, being someone of your stature now, I mean, a Spiegler girl, you know. Not nominee, you know, that sort of thing. What what would you say to somebody who's just getting in the business? Who's like, eh, people are talking shit. Like, how do you deal with that? Right. Well, I mean, I think I left Virginia where I'm from for a reason, because this is what I really wanted to do. So I think you need to think about it before you get into the industry. You have to be a strong person. You have to be used to having all these people on the internet hating you and just pointing out your biggest insecurities. And, um, I think, yeah, I came here for a reason, and this is what I wanted to do, and I just, I kind of made a new family out here, people that are really fucking awesome and sexually open, so this is where I love being, and um, everything else is just part of the past. Yeah, you just kind of don't look back, right? And you are, like, comparatively, even compared to other performers I know, you are insanely strong and strong-willed 
and really well thought out on like what you do. Oh, thank you. Like way more than somebody mm-hmm. your age. Like shit, you got me beat, and I am <laughs> way older than you. <laughs> now, uh-huh. now, did you did you end up when you first started doing this and started obviously when you started getting big? Did you run into any like issues like that of like people talking shit or like the haters or things of that nature? Like like how 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 did you deal with it on on your end? Yeah, I mean, there's a certain level of awareness. I know, I mean, people I went to school with, of course, they're talking about it. And, I mean, they can say what they want. And But, honestly, um, the people that really matter stay. Yeah. So, like, my family still loves me. And I'm very fortunate because not everyone in my line of work has that privilege. True. So, yeah, I understand that very much. But um, if they really are your family and they really do love you, they're still going to be there for you. And, um, yeah, it's not about blood either. It's just there are people that love you and there are people that aren't going to stick by you. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, were you were you surprised the first time that you got like recognized, like where someone's like, "Oh shit, it's Lexi Lore!" Like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Um, I mean, as a huge introvert, it's like I'm behind a camera and I'm with people who are doing the same thing as me. So that's there's a level of comfort there. But when you start meeting people in real life, like, "Wow, Lexi Lore!" You know, I've watched your videos. Can I get a picture with you? It's a totally different mood. So it's definitely um a little bit overwhelming. Now, when, when you when you um, when you first got you know when you first thought that you were going to do adult anything, did you did you think that you know it would be such a quick rise to kind of like star status, or did you think it would be kind of more of a you know maybe I'll just try it out, dip my toe in it, and see how it would go type of a scenario? No, I I never knew it would get this big. Um, I really didn't know it meant that I'd be working for big companies and I would get millions of views. And be number four in Pornhub. Of course, I didn't think any of that. Um, and it, it's still, like, it's still surreal to me. Yeah, so. you're ridiculous. I don't even know Oof. if you comprehend how, how, like, well you've done <laughs> and how amazing you are. <laughs> Thank you. Which which is, well, you're right, because it's, 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 inter- it's so interesting because of your age and the fact that you've been doing this for a year and seven months. That, you know, some, some people have been doing this for, what, six, seven years, and they're mm-hmm. still trying to get to that status, you know, that sort of thing. What do you think it was that s- set you apart? What, do you think it's, like, a work ethic thing? Do you think it's just a, a exhibition thing? Like, what do you feel, like, might have given you that leg up? Okay, so it's definitely, um, part of it is, I want to say, a work ethic thing, because I wasn't big when I started. I had a different agency. I wasn't getting booked a lot. I made a lot of my money um, still webcamming while I was doing porn, and living with roommates, and uh, posting videos all the time, doing custom videos. I would get a custom video, and I would do it the same day. Like, that was my source of income, not, bust your ass. not porn, right? So I worked fucking hard to get here, and I also met, like, amazing people who helped me out and introduced me to Spiegler. So, um... But you still work hard every day, too. Like, I know you pretty well. I'm very lucky to be on you. your little inner circle. Right. And you bust your ass every day. Every day you're working. One way or another, you've got stuff to do. Yeah, I have anxiety if I'm not working. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. you have a lot of discipline too. And and I think I think you almost have to be that way in this business because it's a very self-starter business. If you just sit around and wait for a booking or yeah. you wait for somebody to call you and say, "Hey, I got some work," you're never going to be yeah. successful in this business. So the fact that you get anxious when you're not busy is is a really good thing. I mean, I almost sometimes feel the same way, you know, when we, you know, by doing the, this radio show and things like that, it's like if I'm not like doing at least something in that realm whether it's Twitter or Instagram or whatever, like I'm not I'm I'm not functioning. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, one thing I say all the time is 
most performers, especially younger performers, they don't understand what it is to be like a standalone business or brand. Yeah. I have, I'm lucky and I'm a guy, so it's totally different for me, but I had the benefit of like running my own business totally separate from adult. I was doing catering. I was doing uh, private events, event planning, bartending. I had a property, like I had a lot of different businesses where I was the one. It was just me, period, the end. I outsourced for some people. But I learned how to be a self-driven business. Yeah. And I found out the hard way what happens if you don't keep your uh, business ethic intact and if you don't work every day, no matter what, you have to get up and work every day. Exactly what you're saying. If you're waiting for the phone to ring, you're fucked. Like, yeah, from, from the straight job. up. And it's it's a matter of being professional, too. I mean, even, I mean, especially for talent, but I mean, especially in the current climate that we're in, you know, if, if you if you fuck up on set, it, it's going to end up on Twitter. You know what I mean? And it's going to end up like all over. And I, I, I I do want to point out though, that you've, you, I've never seen you in like a Twitter fight. So, I mean, you stay away from that shit, If If you follow Lexi, she does nothing but boast positivity. You'll see her like respond to somebody who just said like the rudest shit ever to her. Yeah. And she'll take the opportunity to like, kind of like drop knowledge and be like, if I bought into this kind of shit, I wouldn't make it anywhere. And yeah. I'm so happy that I don't give a fuck about what this person said and that I'm just going to go to work tomorrow and keep smiling. Which, yeah, I mean, and, and how do you keep that sunny disposition? Like, is, have you always been able to kind of say fuck you to the haters? Or has it been, again, something you've learned through being in this world? Honestly, I feel for them. Um, I feel like if you're hating on girls on the internet who are having sex for a living, it, it kind of makes you want to say... What is it in your heart that you feel is wrong about your sexuality? So I feel like a lot of people are just uncomfortable with sex. And it's just like the most basic thing about ourselves and sexuality and who we are. But a lot of people aren't comfortable with it. So they take that out on other people. Now, when you started with the webcam, um, when you were going through the webcam and, and, and getting used to doing stuff like that, what was like, I mean, did you ever interact with the with the viewer? Like, did you do like the other live viewer camera or anything like that? Or was it mostly just like like a solo type of a situation? It was a little bit of both. So what was the what was the weirdest request or something you saw when you clicked on their camera? Like, do you ever have any like, oh, my God, what's happening there? Um, they're really interesting fetishes, I think. <laughs> There, there are a lot of interesting fetishes and things that people have asked me to do. What, like, like, it's getting out there, man. Like, what would you say is one of the more interesting ones? Maybe yeah. wildest ones is different. Maybe interesting. You, is, got, you got the right person to ask. Those. Just like, <laughs> can I watch you shit? Oh well, that's that's a common right. internet question. I think. Wow, really? that's common now. That's where we're at, guys. <laughs> wow, that's fucking common. I didn't know. I, yo, let me see you shit. Oh man. Come on, that's weak. Come up with something more. <laughs> you know what, though? Honestly, with with the 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 way the internet has kind of deteriorated, it yeah, kind of is like old hat. It's like, yeah, I know you want to see your shit. That's what else you, you want to do? That's all you got, bro. That's all you got. <laughs> you can do nastier net. And 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 that's that's another that's another interesting you know uh, topic to bring up too. You know, looking at you, you'd think that it'd be more like uh, you know more like you know your typical soft core, you know, softer scenes, nothing too crazy. But you, you know, as I said in the start of the show, you go like balls to the wall. You do hardcore anal. You do yes. you do IR things like that. How do, I mean, this girl volunteers to get DP'd. <laughs> I know. It's like no, no, both holes. Thank you. Now, now is is come on, is, come on now because because that brings up that brings up a, an interesting uh, uh, you know porn one hundred and one thing that I've always kind of 
question. You know what I mean? Whenever it's like, what's your advice for new girls? It, I've always questioned this one because a lot of people say, oh, don't do anal right away. Oh, don't do, you know, don't do IR right away. All this stuff. But, you know, you kind of came and kicked the door open and it's like, you know, doing hardcore anal and doing DPs and things early in your career. Do you feel like that's an, like an older school of thought and maybe now it's like different or is it just different for you? Not particularly because my first agent did tell me to wait at least a year to do anal and to do IR. I don't understand the IR part because it really isn't any different in my experience at all. Um, but I will say I'm glad that I waited almost a year to start doing anal because it would have been very overwhelming. It's just, it's a different vibe. It's a lot more work. There's a lot of preparation when it comes to anal scenes. So I'm glad that I did wait, but now that I've done it, I'm way happier. Like I love doing the anal. I love doing DPs, double vag, gang bangs, group sex. I've learned so much about myself, different fetishes, even, yeah, even more fetishes. So, um, but I am glad I waited because it is overwhelming for a new girl. Her first scene is like anal DP. Yeah, that right, and yeah. they and they leave because they're scared and they're like, "This is what porn is." But it doesn't have to be for everyone. There are girl girl performers who you know don't do anal, and I think that's totally fine. But what I love doing is yeah, pushing my limits and learning more about myself and what my body can do. Uh, I love surprising myself and surprising other people. So what what's on your list of things that like? you want to surprise yourself with that you, you haven't had the opportunity to yet. Like, is there any, like, uh, I want to try this, but I haven't had the chance to yet. Right. I, I feel like I have uh, done so much of what I've already wanted to do. Um, I guess one of the only things I haven't tried, I want to say like, more just more crazy anal stuff like double anal quadruple fisting. anal yeah, fisting. who knows okay. whatever i can fucking do like i still don't understand i love figuring out that works. stuff i'm, I'm not sure it worked for violet monroe it worked for charlotte too oh yeah charlotte yeah. did it as well yeah i don't how do you do that i don't it's, know it's but it's like badass. a jigsaw puzzle of legs and balls that's all i can think of. The, the male talent have to be friends like, oh, oh, I mean, yeah. they that's, have to be bff that's not what i'm tripping about still just like ergonomically <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean yeah like uh one of the coolest things i ever watched and this is before i really started performing i was paing for quasar and i watched um Tommy Pistol and Gage Sin uh, do double anal on Lily Lane. But the okay. way they did it is they like bro scissored. Okay. And uh-huh. they went like ball to ball. And like that way they were going in the same direction. So okay. it was just like, psh, it was seamless. It was fucking seamless. I would think for quadruple anal, you could probably start with a bro scissor. I think you basically do the same thing. You just like yeah, do and it then again the other way. You would have put, two two put, other put guys the over guys them on top. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, basically the big and like, guys on the bottom, and the small dudes on top. And then they would have I to kind of figured it out. They would have to kind of be like laying down, and then the other dudes would have to almost be like standing over them, straddling. Yeah, and then that's how they would kind of come in at an angle. Why do I feel like I don't hear enough about triple anal? I like odd numbers, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> like double anal, then quadruple. Where's the triple anal? I See, feel- I think the triple anal would be weirder. Because you've got, you've got the two in there, and then you got the one guy trying to come in at the different angle. Like, I think it would be better with the two guys coming at the different angle. So the, the law of evens. The, <laughs> so the root word of trifecta is fect, which is also the root word in perfect. So I feel like three dicks is perfect. Uh, are they? What are you getting at, Bobby? I'm going to mark that, and that's going to be a sound drop. Bobby's fucking with me right now. <laughs> Johnny just got his first sound drop. Three dicks are perfect. Three dicks are perfect. <laughs> three dicks? That's exactly what we need. 
There you go. Merry Christmas. <laughs> now, now, Lexi, uh, you had mentioned that uh, you had mentioned that you discovered fetishes that you were that you were into. Like, what would you say is something that you were like? I never thought I'd be into it, but now it's like my jam. Like, I dig it. Okay, so a little bit of a weirder one. Um, I've always kind of been interested or fascinated by. Watching people pee, especially guys, because I don't really know how that works. Okay. I, I have a pussy. So, yeah, it started out, I just liked watching guys pee. And then I'd be like, hey, can I watch you pee? And, like, sometimes people are uncomfortable, but, I mean, that makes it even more fun. It's like, well, are you willing to do weird shit with me? Or, like, can we go to that level? And then it turned into, like, okay, like, maybe pee on my leg in the shower. And now it's, like, you know, drinking pee and then fuck me afterwards. Nice. So that's, yeah, that's one that I've discovered. Um... Also, they electricity. Drink pee or you drink pee? I drink pee. You cheers pee. I mean, maybe we could trade off. I haven't really tried that yet. I like I the Bellagio like, of pee, like the Bellagio fountain. It's just like <laughs> everybody just shoots pee streams at different intervals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Now, did you discover that during during porn, or did you discover that like personal life? Like, I mean, in my personal life is when it started with I just wanted to watch people pee. So, um, but I think through porn, it was more like, hey, how do you feel about doing a scene where someone pees on you? Or how about pees in your mouth or fucks you with their pee all over them? So it kind of just evolved into more and more. I got comfortable with pee and I like doing it and surprises people and I like surprising people. Yeah, I never, I never would have guessed that that was one of the, I know. one of the kinks, which is interesting. <laughs> Spoiler alert before the end of the episode. Yeah. Right. I got to pee. Oh, see, Ooh, there you go. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is funny because if you think about it, like like you know, trying to take take ourselves out of the industry part of it. Like, if you were a civilian and and a cute girl was like, "Hey, I just want to watch you pee." Like, dude, would you be down with that? Dude, I would. I'd be like, "Yeah, you can watch." I go to pee. fucking public men's rooms. You know just as well as I do. Some guys have a hard time fucking peeing in front of anybody, yeah. even when nobody can see it. Shy bladder. Yeah, like some guys go in the stall and like even then have to like. Sing a fucking nursery ride himself, <laughs> or like shove right? a finger in their ass or something. I mean, I doubt that. No guy who's going to have a hard time peeing publicly is going to shove a finger in their ass. You never know. Like, eh, you know, maybe that's why. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe that's what's really going on. They with can't the guys pee without rolling. a finger in their ass. Maybe that's what that's how jaded they've become. <laughs> Oh, man, that sounds like my <laughs> retirement or some shit. <laughs> Somebody told me the other day. No, it was actually yesterday. I was on set yesterday, and someone was like, don't worry, man. By the time you're like 50, you're going to have to take like a bowling ball to the balls to get off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck, man. I hope not. <laughs> it is weird how much you learn about yourself, though. Well, yeah, and, and I, it, that's always one of the more interesting interesting topics is when you find out like things like like the that you like to watch people pee. Like, were there any other ones that you were like kind of surprised by? Or definitely, uh, I want to say electricity. I okay, Whoa. like violet wands and stuff. Yes, I like the tens unit. There's all kinds of things you can do with it. Okay, that's the one where you put like the like the stickers on you, know, the the pads on you, right? Yeah, it can be pads. It can be it can be a lot of things, but a person basically puts the tens unit on their body, and you can actually um, you can actually give someone electric feels just like through touching them. Oh wow! So it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you can up the intensity and all that. That's pretty badass. Shout out to MGMT. Right. You know, it's interesting. Like all the medical things you discover, like through fetishes too. Yeah, which is always cool. Um. So okay, so so you discovered you discovered like the the peeing thing. Have you ever had somebody like just completely freaked out about it? Like, nope, nope, not doing it, not doing it. It's crazy. Uh, I think posting it on 
Twitter. I, I recently posted a video of me getting peed on in my mouth and stuff like that on Twitter. And um, I think some of the fans' reactions to it were a bit mixed. I think people weren't ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely a thing. But I will say, in my personal life, no. Like, I've gotten teased for it a little bit. But overall, people are usually willing yeah, let me will. watch or to pee on me. <laughs> now, now, is there anything that you're just like I? I can't ever see myself doing that. I mean, aside from maybe like the obvious like shit involved ones, but like other than of that. course. Um, besides that, I would say my big no's are age play and race play. I don't like doing those. Oh, age play would be like playing under under 18 or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've had requests to do stuff like that. And also, I mean, I have braces and when I got into the industry, I thought that'd be a great selling point, you know? And a lot of people said, Oh, people will love you. Like you're a small little blonde girl with braces, but it's like, I don't know, I guess as I've grown and through my career and stuff, it's just not something I'm as comfortable doing anymore. I mean, okay. I feel like it's obviously a matter of relating to who the fans of it are. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I hear that a lot from very new, younger girls that get booked for that kind of thing. Um, after they've done it a couple of times, uh, they, like, want nothing to do with it. And it's, I feel like it's probably more, at least for me, the reason I'm totally like, yeah, I don't, I honestly feel weird even when I'm in those scenes, but I'm not old enough to be in those scenes, to be honest with you. Oh, to be, like, the, the dad yeah, or the... Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's what... what people assume it's marketed towards or what they assume the fans are. You can't assume because that's not fair. I was going to say, yeah, you can't really assume. You can't assume, but that's where a lot of girls it's get true. in their head with it. And that's where, like, I could totally see why somebody would get in their head with it that kind of way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does make sense. So, I mean, do you not do you not tend to shoot, like, too much taboo content anymore or? No, I still do the taboo content. It's particularly the underage thing that really bothers me. And, okay. Um, I, I, like, I have had scenes where... I didn't know it was going to be that kind of scene, and I show up, and they're, like, covering my tattoos, putting barely any makeup on me, putting me in pigtails, and, you know, asking me to take out all my piercings. So, it, But it's, like, I mean, seriously, like, what are you going for when yeah, you're doing that kind of thing? that is true, it's just, yeah. It's too obvious. Yeah, and they're making it... Well, there was, um, there was a director uh, who got in trouble for that a couple years back. That yeah. was one of the obscenity charges that he actually got hit with um, for putting girls in, like, pigtails and, like... Not so much the the pigtails was the issue, but he was putting them in like Teletubby shirts and yeah. like shit like that, and then doing shit on a playground. And it was like, yeah, you're just begging for an obscenity charge, aren't you? Like, it's kind of like, oh man, he's going to jail. It's like, is anybody anybody shocked by this? Anybody can can we just take a consensus here? Like, it's crazy, you know, Max Hardcore. You know, everybody knows mm -hmm. that that was what what did that one, but. Um, it just, it's, you're right. It's, it's interesting. And then sometimes you think about like, I feel the same way about like the murder porn. Like you, we've talked about that on the show before where they do like hardcore. It's almost like a horror movie, but it's wrapped around right. like a porn or like a snuff film. And I'm like, I'm not for censorship, but I think you should be on a government list. Do you remember that premiere, <laughs> that premiere that me and Dolly went to the other night? Yeah. Okay. So it was a good movie, but. One of the hooks, it's really funny that we're talking about this. One of the hooks is, like, the main bad guy in the movie. Uh, this is back in the Wild West. Let me paint a little picture real quick. This is back in the Wild West, and the bad guy is the sheriff's son. Okay. Uh, they arrest uh, a man from China because of the era. China man. It was very racist towards that, you know. Oh, so it took the, place in the Wild West. Okay. Yeah, it took place in the Wild West. All those people from that era were really racist against... Chinese people that were coming in to build the railroads. So either way, they arrest 
this guy and the sheriff's son uh, gets off on choking women to death while raping them. Oh, okay. And then we thought that was bad enough. And then he has like prostitutes in a brothel and he almost kills them because of the same. That's what he likes. Like yeah. Choking them until they're like almost dead or almost passed out. And he literally doesn't get off until they're about to drop. Oh, Jesus. It's really fucked up. Yeah. But that was a very specific point. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. But it, but if you think about it, I mean, a lot of people use that as a crutch in films, too. Like, it's like, oh, I can't think of a reason oh, yeah. for the female every, character to every be Every woman strong. looked away. Yeah, I bet. You know, I I can't watch I can't watch rape scenes. Those freak me out. Same with the same with the fetish stuff though. I could watch a dude get kicked in the balls all day long and I'll probably laugh like a fifth grader every time. But it when it comes time to like when it comes to like the dude doing like real like dom like beating shit on the girl, mm-hmm. I get super uncomfortable. Like yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I hate misogyny I'm too. I'm not man. a big fan of that. Right. I feel like there are like a hundred million ways that people can justify why I should feel comfortable doing a scene, but if I intuitively feel like this this isn't right for me to be doing. Then go get I'm fucked. just not going to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and that's actually been a, a very, very hot topic lately. Um, as far as like consent on set and, you know, studios are completely changing the way that they're operating, um, based off of, you know, certain issues and situations that have arised. I mean, there's even an issue right now going all blowing up on Twitter, um, with, uh, Ivan over from bang brothers, you know, yeah, I saw into that. It sounds just like mistaken identity. And didn't you tell me a story about how you two guys got mistaken as somebody else at ABN? Oh yeah. No, that's a straight up deal. No, this isn't Ivan with the, with the Viking from Puba. Right. This no, is a different he, guy. he got misidentified. Oh yeah. Yeah. We both did. did no, I I'm saying he just got misidentified as the wrong Ivan. Oh, he, he did. Oh. Some people thought they were talking about him. Oh my God! He is having the shittiest time with fucking. <sighs> he just put. I just saw it this morning, but no, yeah, no. He like just today or maybe last night. He like all these people started coming at him. Oh thinking man, he was the guy because all yeah because everybody just kept saying Ivan. No, yeah, this, okay. This is West Coast Ivan. This is Vegas Ivan. Vegas Ivan is a good dude. Yeah, Vegas yeah. Vegas Ivan is the fucking man. Okay, so let me let me tell the backstory on that because I don't think I've ever told that on the air. So at AVN last year. Uh, this most recent January, everything was cool. Everything was fine. I, you know, we, I've been going to AVN for years. I've had my press pass. Everything's cool. We go to, we go to, uh, the, uh, not the white party. It was the party the night before the white party. Um, and then we ended up going in there and they stopped us at the gate and it was us. It was Broadway who you've heard on the show before, uh, Whitney and, and, you know, a couple other people. And we were like trying to figure out why they stopped us at the door. Why can't we get in? And basically, they looked at me and said, I can't go in. And when Broadway went up there to figure out what the fuck was going on, it's like, well, we have all access. We have passed everything. We're VIP in everything. And she's like, no. They, they He he went through the other day and said- Talking about you. Yeah, me. And said racial shit to one of our security guards and, and bash, barreled through. And I'm like, uh, I was like, I got there in the very beginning before security was even fucking around. Like, yeah, you're already working. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? So we they went through and they got, they got all the way to the head of fucking Hard Rock Security. He came by and it was like, oh, it's not this guy. 
And I'm like, fucking thank you. Tell and that they to- thought the same thing about Ivan. So they went after Ivan because he fit a similar description to me. So they were like, okay, well, there's got to be this guy. So then he started getting shit. He got harassed by security. And it turned out it was another photographer who looked like the both of us combined in some sort of weird fucking love child. And it was in that was that guy. I hope they shave his beard off in jail. <laughs> right? Because I shaved, I shaved mine down to a goatee just because I didn't want to get fucking uh, tackled the next morning. I was Tragedy. like, no way. It's fucking ridiculous. Tragedy. But yeah, mistaken ID. That sucks that he's getting blasted for that again. Nah, he, I, I mean, it should be pretty quick to clear up. You know what I mean? Well, true, yeah. But either way, some people came at him hot, just jumping the gun on it. Well, you remember the Mercedes Carrera story about the, uh, the, the, the child abuse and shit? Boy. So there was a guy. Oh, oh the, man. Orig- originally, the, the husband was uh, mistaken to be another guy. And, and, like, the fucking L.A. Times called him out on it. And people were like, what the fuck? And he had to, like, do, like, a public video on YouTube and be like, it's not me. I'm not arrested. He is. Fix this shit or I'm suing everybody. And finally they did. And he's like, he's cool now. Everybody's fine. But people, these reporters got to fucking watch what they're doing. Mm. It's ridiculous. Anyway, um, we're going to take a quick little commercial break. We're going to show some love to our sponsors. And we will be right back. You guys are listening to Demon Seed Radio on the Demon Seed Radio Network. My name is Dahlia Sky, And I'm Christina Rose. And, and you're listening, listening to Demon Seed Radio. Daddy. 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 Buy me a car. Daddy, give me money for the mall. I promise to earn it like a good girl. <laughs> Hi, guys. This is Miss Whitney Morgan from Demon Seed Radio. And if that gave you a rise in your Levi's, you should check out DesperatePleasures.com. They have thousands of scenes available with updates daily. The hottest taboo content on the market with sexy girls like Hope Harbor and so many others. If you want to pick up the hottest taboo DVDs, check out DesperatePleasures.EmpireStores.co That's DesperatePleasures.EmpireStores.co For purchase and rentals as well. You can get titles like Daddy Touched Me There Too. Daddy Loves My Rosebud. Daddy's Butt Sluts. Daddy Made Me a Mommy Too. And so many more amazing titles from the fucked up mind of JW Ties. Check out DesperatePleasures.com today. <laughs> Shipped in discreet packaging because <laughs> Shh, mommy doesn't have to know. Good entertainment should make you feel a certain way. Leave you with that warm feeling even after the show is over. Oh, that is disgusting. But don't get me wrong, I have an erection. Yeah, pretty much that. You're listening to Demon Seed Radio on the Demon Seed Radio Network. www.demonseedradio.com you're listening to the filthiest two hours on the radio on the only station that could contain them. Broadcasting from deep inside Demon Seed headquarters, you're listening to Demon Seed Radio live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Demon Seed Radio. I, of course, am your host, Bobby General. And uh, sitting with me here is Johnny Goodluck. How you doing today, Johnny? I'm good. <laughs> Johnny running around uh, making sure our guest is well taken care of, and I appreciate that. Yeah, that's what we'll say. As uh, as I uh, keep track of all the commercials and all the great things you hear. Shout out to our sponsors as well, Tremor. Hit them up, TremorRocks.com, at TremorRocks on Twitter and Instagram. You can see that on there. If you are in Portland tonight, uh, you are able to go see their booth. They're at uh, Exotica Portland over at the Portland Expo Center. Tell them uh, Demon C Radio said hi. Uh, unfortunately, we were not able to make it out there this time. Uh, but Broadway's out there, so uh, if you see him, 
kick him in the dick and tell him <laughs> Demons and Radio told you to do it. He'll he'll, he'll he'll laugh about it. It'll be great. You, there'll be no repercussions. And uh, he might ask you for a foot job later. Right. Also, yeah. Right. Also, shout out to uh, Desperate Pleasures. Desperate Pleasures uh, Empire Co. You can uh, check them out. All their great titles. You can also pick up your very own copy of Gapetoberfest. Uh, that's on there as well. So you can go ahead and order that. See all the crazy shenanigans. See how you can fit thirty-five Twizzlers into a girl's butthole, courtesy of Demon Seed Radio. And of course, to the greatest publicist on the planet, the Rub PR. Thank you to them as well. The Rub Check out Erica Icon when you are serious about your brand and continuing your uh, adult entertainment needs. We love you, Erica. But uh, she is our newest sponsor, so that's always good. Hey. Hey. Really? Yeah, she's a she's an official sponsor now, which is cool. Ooh. So I have to record the commercial and everything. It's going to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Can I record the commercial? Uh, yeah, we could actually. Fucking right. <laughs> what voice do you want, Erica? <laughs> you should do Tommy Bad Luck. Yeah. Everybody, if you want to do this shit right, you get with the fucking rub, kid. <laughs> Has he introduced you to Tommy Bad Luck yet? Hold yeah. oh, on, there you go. I got you. <laughs> no. So Tommy Badluck is his alter ego. It's a really terrible, evil version of, of like the same guy, just without morals, uh, kind of. <laughs> no yeah. scruples. No. Johnny only shows me the good sides of him. Yeah, fuck Tommy. He's a prick. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> he just shows up. He's just an asshole. Oh man! Now, uh, now before the break, uh, we were talking about um, uh, you know pushing pushing yourself to the limits and doing uh, you know doing scenes and, and type of things that people wouldn't expect you to normally do. And you had mentioned like shooting like gangbangs and things of that nature. What would we, we have a long standing debate on this show? It's been going around for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you to chime in on this debate as somebody who who enjoys a good gangbang. <laughs> How many guys do you feel is required to justify a gangbang? I believe <laughs> Johnny disagrees, but I believe five. Okay, I think, I think it's I think it's five bodies total. No, uh, I think it's I think it's all I think it's ten or more is a gangbang. What? You, what? Mm. you know how hard that is to accomplish? Ten or more. Okay, that's a I gang might bang. I might change my stance because I think if it's. Okay, if it's five people total, then it's not a foursome. So what the well, f- yeah. what the hell is it? I mean, See, I, th- I think five people would be group sex. No, I think five people is technically a gangbang, and it's not a foursome, and it's not an orgy because you would have to have you'd have, to have uh, more, more girls. than one girl. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But but okay, so the, the the reason for the debate, I think it's it's ten or more would be a gangbang. Whitney thinks ten or more would be a train because there's guys waiting. To be to basically, they're standing in a, in a line jerking off. They're I not agree. I- interacting with the girl at the time. I agree, but I don't know. I think a train is like. I think a tra- way I, more people. No, I think a train is good at ten. I think a train's good at ten. I would even say eight or more could be considered a train. Hmm. Yeah. No. What would you call I'm, like? Well, I say and a lot of people agree with me. I say four people because that's how much one person can handle without somebody waiting. No, that's not true. It's pretty close to true. You got you got two hands. Uh-huh. You have a mouth. Uh-huh. So that's three right there. Right. You've got a pussy, an ass. Yeah. So that's so five, four, five. Fair. Somebody could be fucking a foot. Mm-hmm. I also take into consideration people who don't do anal. Yeah, but if you don't do anal, you're probably not doing a gangbang. Mm. My first gangbang wasn't anal. Boom. Really? Yeah. 
How many guys? Um, I believe it was five. So five guys, no anal. So we're eliminating a hole. So now we've got mouth, two hands, that's three. Vagina, that's four. Where was five? Five was in the butt, but not everyone but, does anal. No, no, she said it didn't have anal on her first one. Yeah. So where yeah, was so five? The fifth guy's waiting. Is that is that there now a us- train? I mean, there was usually guys jerking off. Yeah, there's all. But, but even, that's even every when gang it's, bang. Even when it's four guys in the gang bang, well, somebody's jerking off. It's not yeah. a regular set, too. But what I'm saying is, is like to 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 counteract my thought that it's a train. If if guys are standing in line jerking off, if the fifth guy is jerking off, why would that not then be a train? This will be my next poll on Twitter at Mister Good Luck Triple X. Oh. We'll do this one in like two days when the current <laughs> one about sandwiches expires. <laughs> Sandwiches is a hot debate. Ooh, can can we? Yeah, yeah. Let's so open look. face sandwiches, or is a hot dog sandwich? Yeah, yeah. that one. That debate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Johnny. Do you really? It's an open face sandwich. That's what's up. Mm. What about okay? What what about the Bobby most? He thinks a hot dog's not a sandwich though, and that's just dumb. He thinks a burrito is not a sandwich. A burrito is not a it's sandwich. It's obviously a sandwich. Is a wrap a sandwich? Don't, no, it's not. A it's wrap a wrap. Is a fucking sandwich. It's a wrap. Sandwich by definition is bread, spread, filling. Don't don't take our guest's opinion. What do you think of a burrito? I Johnny's the one who taught me about this, and it makes sense. I mean, he has all these this You've terminology. He oh has all God. this terminology, and he I knows what he's talking about. And he's been a chef, so I was going to say you're really, letting you're letting his culinary experience jade yes, you. Yes, I am. That's why. But why I also you googled it. I also googled it, and I got the same information that Johnny told me. Boom. So. She doesn't take take me for my word. She's a smart woman. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so what about a pop tart? What is a pop tart? It's a sandwich, right, Johnny? <sighs> hey, hey, this is your opinion, but you are correct. It it's is a sandwich. a sandwich. It is a sandwich. <laughs> Not a sandwich. It is. It's a highly processed version. Is a of- toaster strudel a sandwich now? Yeah. Yeah. What about a bagel? Of course, a bagel's a fucking sandwich. A bagel oh of cream God. cheese. Yeah. If you put it together, yeah. What? Fuck off. Yeah. Bread spread filling. <laughs> oh, bro, man. Bro, bro why, why are you fighting me on this? Because you guys are living a world of sandwich anarchy. But come on. There is no, there, there is no order here. There's nobody on the planet that will agree with you that a wrap isn't a sandwich. There's a lot of people. Because there's a lot of people that also think a sub is a sub-genre of the sandwich, not an actual sandwich. Oh but God. doesn't that make it a fucking sandwich? No, it's a sub-genre. <laughs> it's, dude, which means it's a which sandwich. Which means it's a sandwich. No, a sub a sub sandwich is different. Even though it has sandwich in the name, it's not a, a technical actual sandwich. Ugh. Sandwiches are flat, not not folded. I'm disappointed. It's like saying ketchup's not a tomato sauce. Right, it's still a form of tomato. Yeah, but that's that's different. It's still no, it's, it's still not. in paste form. <laughs> it's not fucking. Different. It's still in paste form. That's an easier argument to make. Uh. A wrap still has bread. Spread. No. Fucking filling. Because a tortilla is not bread. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a Mexican flatbread. Suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, homie. I think we do need to post that poll. I Actually, already posted the poll, and guess what? Odds are up on ha, they're all sandwiches. I, I think Go you look just, at it. I Go think, pull I, I think you posted it in one of your sandwich anarchy support groups. <laughs> you belong to some some bullshit Twitter group that's just someone has flooded. to start a band called Sandwich Anarchy, <laughs> it, it, or at least a a, a pop up shop called Sandwich Anarchy. That actually that is would be everything cool. that is not uh, structural and ingredient purist based sandwiches. 
like a BLT. No BLT is allowed unless it's like a taco. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> you can have, you know what? I'll tell you what, Bobby. You can't have any sandwiches except for a traditional sandwich from now on. And we'll see how far you get in life. <laughs> no more pizza, Bobby. Pizza is not a. It's an open face sandwich. <laughs> it's not a pie. It is a pie. It's not a fucking pie. What about a deep dish? Like a Chicago pizza. That's a pie. Yeah. I will agree with you. That is a pie. You oh. got you got me there. That's so, a pie. So how is that different from pizza? Regular pizza. It's not a pie. So is New York pizza a sandwich because you fold it? No, it's not because you fold it. It's an open face sandwich because it's bread. It's bread and filling. And it's not... But there's no bread topping. Volume. You don't have to have a topping. What do you think? An open face turkey sandwich isn't a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> it has no top layer of protection. <laughs> You could fold it and then it's sandwich. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> That's how tacos were created. You know, you know, Lexi, you have no idea how how real this debate has gotten. I Man, thanks for testing It sounds a little bit heated. It is. <laughs> There's some history ba- behind this argument. <laughs> Battle lines are drawn. This guy thinks Subway doesn't make fucking sandwiches. They make subs. <laughs> it's completely. It's a sub genre. <laughs> Panera makes sandwiches. It's literally a sub-sandwich. That's the best laugh I've had all week. Panera (laughs) makes sandwiches. That is a sandwich shop. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's fucking funny. (laughs) Subway makes fucking sandwiches, bro. Oh, whatever. Subs are totally different. Totally fucking different. Isn't it called a Subway sandwich? Yeah, because yeah. because they Somebody like to shows up and they're like, I got this sandwich from Subway. Be, be, because we they like to appease people like you. Wow. Oh yeah, we'll just call it a sandwich. That way we won't get into any debates we online. Got fucking sandwich Hitler over here. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you trying to convince? <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a little much. <laughs> you're not saying okay, you're, maybe you are sandwich Hitler. You're about to cry. <laughs> I already cried once today. Name um, calling and crying. Uh, yeah, see? I'm crying tears of joy right now because I'm witnessing the rise of Sandwich Hitler. <laughs> I hate to tell you, bro. Oh, man. But people who like sandwiches throw things. Oh, is that is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> Mainly sandwiches. <laughs> He's going to come in here and throw a sandwich at me while we're on the show. me to the face later. Right, exactly. Anyway, you guys listen to Demon Seed Radio. We are broadcasting live on the Demon Seed Radio Network. You can check us out, demonseedradionetwork.com, demonseedradio.com, and you can listen to us on the TuneIn Radio app, demonseedlive.com as well. So definitely check us out on there. If you're on your smartphone or in your uh, new fancier cars, uh, you can pull up the TuneIn Radio app on there as well. We are also available on the Amazon. I'm not going to say it because I have one in here, but the Amazon Echo thing that you have in your house, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It turns your lights off and it's annoying. Exactly. It's pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you can't say her name, but we're available on there as well. You can just pull us up, tell her to play uh, DMC radio on the TuneIn radio app and it will pop right up, which is pretty awesome. What's your favorite sandwich, Lexi? My favorite sandwich is a burrito. Mm. However, she has very specific specific stipulations on her burrito. Oh, yeah? What kind of burrito do you normally go for? She's a vegan. Ah, uh, okay. So she orders the bean and cheese burritos from Taco Bell with no cheese. And it's the cutest shit you've ever seen. Oh that oh that's right. The last time you were you were over, didn't you like ha- order like a ton of like burritos that Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I was just in the mood for it. She has a I, thing for burritos. It's my guilty pleasure, Taco Bell. 
Taco Bell is pretty much everybody's guilty pleasure. I'm glad I'm no. not the only one. <laughs> no. Your style though is is immaculate. What's, your, what's, your, what's your favorite Taco Bell sauce? My favorite Taco Bell sauce. I have always gotten fire, but I'm just now learning there are other ones. Fire's so. good. Diablo's. If I you're know. feeling froggy, it's not bad. That's what I want to try next. But they got rid of the good ones. What's the good ones? I forget what it was called now. It was in like a purple packet. It was like... Oh, it was worse than Diablo, right? No, no. It was like a Mexican barbecue sauce almost. I know what oh. you're talking It was like about. a smoky sauce. I forget what it was called. I might have been out here in LA. I don't ever remember that no, one. Yeah, that was years ago, but it was amazing. Yeah. Mm. What's your next favorite sandwich? Mm, my next favorite? Um, I'm not sure. I, I switch it up a lot. I guess bagels. I have a bagel thing. Have you noticed your choice in favorite sandwiches, Bobby? <laughs> None of them are traditional sandwiches. Burritos and bagels. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you put on the bagel, though? Bagels. I, I switch it up. I mean, definitely avocado has been my thing lately. And I just add some, like, nutritional yeast to it and, like, salt and pepper or something. It's very California. She's a very healthy lady. It it's really like avocado. Is. It's like avocado toast. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It actually is a bad. Which is a sandwich. Open face sandwich. Open face sandwich. Anyway, now that we've had food talk on, uh, actually, we can actually promote it now that you have all the URLs and things now, actually. Yeah, it's a thing. You do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, actually, Lexi does like vegan cooking things that she's invited me to that I haven't done yet. Tell I me know. about it. And okay. then I'll talk about mine. You first. Right. So um, lately, I, I do a lot of porn. So, um, <laughs> I want to do other things too in my free time. And I Same. love editing, but editing porn is too cookie cutter for me. So I started doing YouTube videos. So I'm really into the YouTube thing. Um, I think coming up with ideas for what to film is the hardest part, but Johnny and I do have some ideas and I think he has a great personality and he'll be awesome on YouTube. Mm, what's your YouTube channel? Lexi Lore. Yeah. How many subscribers? Honestly, it's a new thing. I have like um, almost six thousand right now. Nice, Not okay. A lot, but that's that's enough for monetization, so you're good to go. That's true. That's awesome. <laughs> so, what do you mostly do on there now, so far? Like, what I mean. Okay, so is it like daily vlogs or? Um, I have I, the only thing I've really vlogged per se is um, I went hiking. So a little bit of that, a little bit of hiking. Um, I did a vegan sushi thing, making sushi for the first time. That was very exciting. <laughs> um, and then just like, yeah, talking about my life. Um, I made a video about polyamory. So, um, yeah, that's, I only have like five videos on there or something. She invited me to, she wants, she asked me actually a long time ago before me, you even moved in or anything, um, to come and cook with her for her YouTube. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I still owe her that first before she does ours but we could maybe just have like a really long day of cooking it's true like cooking marathon i can eat a lot so yeah mm. it's official um i bought my url uh two days ago i set up all of my accounts uh soon to be on demon seed network uh send a new podcast it's gonna be called orally fixated and uh it's gonna be about Anything that involves oral pleasure. Um, it took me a long time to kind of realize that everything I do has to do with pleasing people orally. So 
I was in kitchens forever. Wow. I fed people. I got great satisfaction after somebody had a good meal. Like, there's nothing better than someone telling you they just had, like, one of the best meals of their life. So that is, that is more of a reason for me to keep doing it because you really don't make that much money as a chef until you own your own. Uh, and then bartending, same thing. Um, I was able to use that same, like, ability to balance flavors to make, like, really, really ridiculous cocktails for people that would just knock their socks off and it would be, like, exactly what they want. So, uh, I've been orally fixated my whole life. I fucking smoke. I play with my lips. I play with my tongue. I drink. I talk way too fucking much. But, um, so, I'm going to have a new podcast where I have people on, and then we do a, uh, almost like a cooking ch- cooking show. So, we'll have a channel that goes along with it. We already bought the YouTube, well, I already got the YouTube channel locked up, and we'll come up with a dish, something that they want to do, kind of let them guide me on whatever they want to cook, and then we'll shoot like a cool little 15-minute video cooking it and prepping it together or them watching and me talking about it. And then it'll end up being recorded an episode where after we've done it, after we've cooked it, after we ate it, we talk about that and then everything else that pleases the mouth or is, you know, Mm. pleased by a mouth. (laughs) That's when it'll get nasty. But for the sake of YouTube, we're going to keep it clean on, yeah. on the video end. Otherwise, it will so shut try- your ass down. So we're trying to kind of like play both sides of the coin with it. But as long as I keep doing the work, it's kind of a can fail because uh, I, I always say that I'm better at cooking than fucking anything, even fucking. <laughs> Word. Interesting. So definitely check that out. It's going to be a orally fixated podcast. Uh, it's going to be airing here on the DMC Radio Network. We'll announce the day and time. Uh, once we uh, once we get that figured out, once we get some guests lined up and all that good stuff, and then uh, what's the YouTube channel called? Uh, it's also just orally fixated. I it happened to be open, so I nice. grabbed it. Uh, I think I wrote it. Let me see. Yeah, orally fixated. Cool. Yep, it'll be oralyfixatedpodcast.com, oralyfixatedpodcast at Gmail, Twitter at oralyfixatedxx. Awesome. We got that shit locked up, kid. So people be you'll be able to check that out on there on YouTube and stuff. You'll be able to see that. I you'll mean, be a big part of it, Bobby. We recorded you, the- you get the benefit of probably eating like almost every time. <laughs> <laughs> right? See what we got on everything, which would be kinda cool. One thing that is cool, um, I've had a lot of people since I've been talking about it offer me their kitchen. Oh nice. So this could get kind of rogue and like on the road and be Oh, that's kind of cool. a cool idea. Because it'd also be cool to like not cook in my own kitchen every time too. Yeah, true. So if anybody in L.A. wants to, like, hook up their, like, fancy kitchen, have some fancy people over for a fancy meal, and yes, you get fed, holler at your boy. Fancy feast. Fancy. Come into Sarah Lexi's kitchen. She'll let me do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I get to hang out with your puppy. Yes. You have a cute dog. I do. <laughs> She's very well-groomed as well. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Every month. Now, how long, how long have you been doing your uh, YouTube channel? How would you get started on doing that? My YouTube channel, I actually posted my first YouTube video, um, I want to say it was my birthday. Okay. People sent me lots of birthday gifts, and I thought, like, what am am I going to do for them in return? It's just so many gifts. So I thought the least that I could do was make a YouTube video, opening them all up. Oh, nice. Yeah, showing them, like, how much I loved all the gifts that I got, and it was awesome. You know, it was my first birthday away from my family, so it was so great getting all these gifts. You know, it felt like a real birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, but, yeah, that was back in October, and then more recently I decided I want to get more into it. Did you do like an unboxing? Because those are like, yes, oh my I God, did. popular. Yep. 
That's awesome. Yeah, for some reason, watching people unbox products on Twitter, on YouTube, rather, is huge right now. Like, no matter what the product is, people will watch it, and it'll get, like, mad views. Like, what? what's the most views you've gotten on one of your videos so far? Um, One of my videos on YouTube, over 20,000. Okay. So not bad for, you know, just a little over, like, 6,000 subscribers. Yeah. And, so. and you mentioned doing a video on uh, polyamory. For people who, who aren't familiar with that, what 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 is polyamory? Um, it's having multiple partners. Um, it can be sexual or romantic. And is that is that something that you you practice in your personal life or? Yeah, yeah. For yeah, about three years now, I've been polyamorous, and I love it. And everyone's like an equal partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like a concubine or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, or true. Like, or like one of those guys. There can be primary and secondary partners, and then some people yeah. also they want their partners to be yeah more equal. Um, it really depends, you know. There are people that I've loved and have been in my life, and I have great sex with them, but maybe they you know have a, a different relationship, or they live in Florida and I live in LA. So you know, sometimes it's just you know I might focus on someone else a little bit more, and it can always shift too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now for, for polyamory, I mean, one of the things I've always found interesting about that versus, like, just your typical open relationship is, like you said, it could be romantic or sexual. Yes. So do you ever find it hard or complicated, or maybe in your in your setup, is it where you could have multiple romantic partners? Is there, like, is there, like, an odd jealousy thing that develops, or is it weird having, like, really intimate feelings for two different people? Of course. I mean... Um, and jealousy is definitely still a thing when you're polyamorous. It's more about this is worth it. You know, overall, I feel happy for my partner having multiple partners and seeing them, you know, get excited when they have a great date and all that stuff. It's called compersion, just feeling happy for someone. Um, but of course, jealousy is still a thing, but it's not this overwhelming, all-consuming thing that you can't work through or get past. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, when they have when they have that second partner, right, mm-hmm. and and they're doing like intimate things with them, that, that doesn't that's not for me personally. Like, I've been in open relationships, and I've always been better at those because it's like the open relationship is just a sexual thing. Like, if if you're with somebody and they're having sex with somebody and it doesn't get intimate, there's no cuddling, there's no whatever. I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, it doesn't I'm, sound like an open relationship, man. Why is it? It sounds like friends with benefits. Because an open relationship, you have like a romantic relationship. No, you have the core romantic relationship, oh, but okay. anything outside of that is separate. Yes. So, like, like the the core couple is there, but like you, you know, when they go out with somebody else, it's strictly just to fuck Sex. or to hang out or whatever. But there's no like, there's no cuddling up and watching Netflix. There's no like that's where my issue would come in. Is like if they're being right. like intimate mm-hmm. together, it's like no, no, no. You you two can go fuck it out, but nah, nah. You're not going to cuddle up and watch Netflix. Fuck off. Yeah, that's how it started out for me when I learned about polyamory. I was like, okay, well, I don't know about the romantic thing. Maybe, you know, you can we can just start by having sex with other people. Or I wasn't even interested in having sex with other people um, with my relationship that I was in for four years. But I wanted him to feel comfortable exploring because we were so young and it was a new thing. And I understood that he wanted to explore more uh, of life and sexuality. Um, but I... I was terrified of the idea of him falling in love with somebody else. And I kind of just realized I, I didn't feel like restricting him, to mm-hmm. be honest. I really didn't. 
And um, I knew that our relationship was something strong and special and different. And the way that we grew together, like becoming vegan and becoming polyamorous together. So like over time, it became less threatening to me, especially because I love multiple people. And but that doesn't mean that I love anyone less than the other. They're all unique. They're all very different. Um, So to me, it's not threatening. Is it hard to make time for every, I mean, in that type of relationship, is it hard to make time for everybody or do you guys all kind of like hang out? Like, right. Like for me right now, I'm dating someone and we are living together right now while he's in town. Um, but it's all about communication. Like, Hey, is this, this, this day okay for me to go out and, you know, spend time with somebody else. And then Mm. maybe they also want to go spend time with somebody else. So it works out, but it's all about communication and just like caring how everyone feels. And yes, it is more complicated than a monogamous relationship, but I think it's so worth it because I have all these people that I love and care about and I want to make all of them happy. Yeah. So now is there like a, is there like a time where you can see like, maybe in the in the the relationship just going monogamous or would is that just not an option like is that not something that you're 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 personally into i mean i'm open to all things but i think for me it's important when i'm getting into a relationship that there is no expectation for it to turn monogamous yeah. or serious quote unquote because i don't want them to get the wrong idea like okay so we're just fucking around right now which is not what polyamory is uh-huh. yeah, and then but it's the same thing with porn a lot of times people i've heard get in relationships where after a certain amount of time there's the expectation like oh so you're gonna leave porn for me now right yeah it happens so, all the time same with polyamory death of a career now now with with that with with that though have you had like oh yeah yeah i'm perfectly cool with i'm perfectly cool with and then shortly after the not so cool with it type of a deal or is is it pretty much everybody's pretty much also happens all the time yeah i've seen it all i've seen it happen over and over again man yeah yeah i've seen guys start dating a girl and they love that she's a porn star and they're totally cool with it until Maybe she comes back with her hair a little messed up or sticky or, and then they start tripping. Yeah. yeah. And I've watched legendary people leave for Bullshit. that relationship. Yeah. And sometimes it works out. You know, sometimes they do live happily ever after and get married and have fucking kids and stuff. And other times they're knocking at the door to come back into porn in six months. True. Because even then when that happens, like sometimes guys won't ever get over it and then they're shaming you and... In their own head, it's an insecurity. It's like that chasing Amy shit. Oh, yeah. They'll never get over it. So it's kind of like a lost cause anyway. And then you just watch girls trash their career or um, other good things they've got going on, um, their network, their other peers, because of, well, the person I love isn't about this all of a sudden, and I love them too. So I'm going to switch up, not realizing, like, you're throwing your career away for like a six month relationship, like even a year or two. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make up that time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you, you know, especially if you, you know, at the top of your game and then you kind of fall out and then you kind of try to come back. It's a lot of, not everybody can just step right back into that shadow of what they were. You know what I mean? And that, you know, you have your, your some like, you know, some that take time off, like Bonnie Rotten took time off and then came back and was still at the top of her game, you know, right off the bat. Like she didn't have that kind of weird period, but you get others that are just, you know, that just come back and it's just a, an uphill battle to regain that time. It's all about how you do it, what you're doing it for, what you say on your way out the door, the impression you leave on people, whether or not you keep your name up at all. Yeah. And how you try and come back. That's true. Yeah. And it's important. Now, uh, now what, what, uh, 
What what are your what are your future aspirations? I mean, you've been in this for like a year and and seven months, and and you've mentioned that you do you know you've done editing and things like that. Do you ever see yourself like directing or or being behind the camera as well, or is your love like in front of the camera? Right, I love being in front of the camera, and I want to do that for as long as I can. But um, I'm also definitely very interested in behind the camera and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. It's interesting to see how it'll evolve, but. <laughs> Because you mentioned that you do a like mini vid store and things like that, so obviously you shoot your own type of content, right? Yes. Now yeah, when she kills it when you're shooting your your own stuff, like what do you what what do you prefer to focus on when it's it's just for you and, yeah. and, and your ideas? Right. So I think my biggest focus is just making stuff that's real. I want to show people like these are the couple people who I have real sex with and good sex with, and it's genuine and also like. Um, focused on like both partners pleasure so mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of porn doesn't have that it's just straight to like sticking the dick in yeah and that's just a lot of guys concept of what sex is and I mean I just want to change that I want it to be real sex I want it to be we both get off you know stuff like that but also yeah stuff that I like doing as well as you know gangbangs I like doing group sex a lot like when the energy is good in a group sex scene it's really good and I love connecting with like multiple people on that level where it's like we're all working to like create this good thing and there's good energy so that's what I like about making my own content that I get to control it and make it real that's actually something that like in in a little bit of a way that we tried like the first time when we did the ink angel snapchat tape remember I asked you to do girls POV when I ate you out yeah because it's like my favorite thing. Everybody knows Yeah, that. I love eating pussy. Well, they never shoot it from the girl's perspective. Think about it. You see millions of blowjob videos where it's POV, guy getting his dick sucked. Yeah. Right? Flip it around. Yeah, but okay, so I've sure. seen I, I've seen flipped around videos of the girl's POV from the, the getting oral. Right. The difference to me though, and, and maybe it's just maybe it's just because I'm I'm a male viewer, so I'm kind of just like not getting it. But it's, as, it's as, the as level a female of satisfaction viewer. that should show up on my face. Okay, so is that what it is? Because I yeah, mean, that's when, when you're watching is. a POV blowjob, I mean, you can see her deep throat, you can see everything she's yeah, doing with her tongue. That's stunting. That's, that's sort that's of not, thing. That's not like. But when the, the emotion or the you know the sure, feeling behind it. Sure, but it's it's a visual thing. When when you're watching somebody go down on 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 a girl, it's very you know you can't see what the tongue's doing you can't you can't even see really right. the vagina we're talking so about it's more we're talking about projects of passion so we like could give two fucks about what other people think about well it. no 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 i understand that but obviously it sells well for you on on many vids right the right. The, the female pov so i'm trying to get into the head of the viewer of the female pov as to like what you think it is that makes it a sellable thing consider you know considering it's not very mainstream okay. to show the females pov i actually have not done any female pov videos yeah, that was me on my oh, content okay. yeah that was for johnny's <laughs> i thought content. this i thought this no, one. That, was, that was for the angel snapchat takeover last year okay so all right let's just use that as an example then yeah okay. so so we're using so so you're shooting from your pov while yeah. you're going down on her yeah okay so now obviously we can see your facial expressions how into it you're getting that sort of thing but as a as a, a female viewer, I guess would would that still have the same effect as what it does to see a girl doing a POV on a guy with the blowjob? You also got to you see, can see everything. You also got to see the, like the way her body writhed. Too, yeah. You know mm -hmm. I mean? So is it more of like a like a the the facial reactions are enough to elicit the same kind of sexual feeling for the viewer? Or I mean, I'm I'm just trying to see what makes you're, it. You're selling the body language more than the the view. Okay. 
if that makes sense. Okay, I can see that. Compared to like just your typical POV. Yeah, people want to see spread shot open up. Yeah. Fuck that. It's it's just the body language. It's almost like softcore. Almost. Uh, the, yeah, okay. So I can Where see you, that. Like, gotta sell, like your body does the selling. Okay. If that makes sense. So, okay, I can see that. I guess if you explain it as, as more of like a soft core, because I mean, we, we get, I, I've had that question a lot, you know, especially at conventions where, you know, we, they come up and they ask us like, you know, they think we're porn one-on-one when we're sitting at the booth um, where they ask all kinds of questions. And I've had a lot of people say, why don't we ever see porn from the girl's point of view in POV scenes? And I've explained it. The fact that I always thought it was just because you can't see things the way you can every, everywhere else. But you're right. If you look at it as more soft core, then you're selling a whole completely different vibe, I guess, which is interesting. Yeah. Now, that was for what? The Ink Angels Takeover? Yeah, and, you know, for our own content. Okay. Because I was kind of, I kind of made it like a dual-purpose day. Okay. So so what, that could be seen on johnnygoodluck.com? Uh, no, that would only be on my OnlyFans, actually. Okay, so people can still find it there. Yeah. So if you want to see the example, go to OnlyFans.com backslash what, Johnny Goodluck Triple X? Uh, Mr. Goodluck Triple X. Mr. Goodluck Triple X, okay. Yeah. Now, now, uh, as far as that goes, do you do uh, the OnlyFans and the, the premium Snapchat and all that? I do the premium Snapchat. You can get my Snapchat at fancentro.com slash LexiLore. Now, how how is that for you, like, when you shoot the, the Snapchat? Like, what kind of stuff do you like to capture on your premium Snap? Uh, I do a lot of solo stuff, a lot of shower stuff, just, like, nude selfies, me on set, behind the scenes, but also, like, sex. I like having sex on there. I've done, you know, like I said before, the peeing videos. So it's just all the stuff that I like doing in my everyday life. Do you ever, do like, do you ever do, like, public peeing videos? Like, like I have. Okay, like, I'm at the mall. I'm going to pop a squat in, like, a weird <laughs> spot. Maybe outside. I would at okay. least do it outside the mall. Okay, so I was about to say, what's the weirdest place you peed in? Mm, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Never did it like a like a lot like a like dressing room or anything. No, like an alley. Damn, I've done I the peanut cup thing. Like when I get tested, I took a piss in the changing <laughs> right. room one time. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. One of my one of my early jobs. I was a child. Well, one of my early jobs before I got into the business, I was working at an adult store in Florida, and we had a dressing room because we sold a lot of like lingerie and costumes and stuff. Every night we would have to go into the dressing room and clean out, you know, empty the trash and all that shit. Well, one time when I was manager, thank God I was manager, um, one of the one of the clerks went in there to go pull the garbage can, and all I heard was this scream, just this blood curdling scream. Oh so I come down from upstairs. I'm like, "The fuck are you yelling about?" And she has this this trash can, and somebody used it for the bathroom number two. And oh, wow. we were sitting there trying to figure out what kind of person number twos in a dressing room garbage can. <laughs> I mean, man. I mean, we were open till two in the morning. When you gotta go, you gotta go. We were open till two in the morning and not the greatest part of Orlando. So, I mean, okay, I, I get it, but goddamn. <laughs> at, at this phase of my life, I have like a tiny bit of empathy there, man, because uh, ever since my gallbladder surgery, um, anytime, hey, I'm serious. Anytime I eat something really greasy, now I'm very mindful of how long it'll take me to get to a bathroom. Really? Yeah, dude. Like sometimes within within ten fifteen minutes, like I need that. It's yeah, like that serious. It's that serious. You're yeah. doing the dance. You're just like, oh man, it gets yeah. Hey, sorry, it gets nasty, but yeah. 
yeah, it gets real, dude. Well, well, now now that we're we're on that uh, on that realm of uh, of subject, I guess one one question or one topic that we always kind of talk about when we have a model on who does a lot of anal work and things is what is your what is your prep schedule like? How how do you prep for a scene, basically? Okay, so it's developed over time for sure. Um, I don't starve myself, so I think like the day before, um, I'll eat like something easy, something like quinoa. See, okay, so that's interesting because because Ariana Ariana Marie, who we had on the show, uh, she told us about she has like this special. She calls it her poop juice. So oh. she basically has like this like protein shake that she drinks prior to anal scenes, which yeah. kind of still gives her the nutrients, but she doesn't have to have like an actual solid food for that 24 hour period but you eat what quinoa yeah quinoa is my main thing I don't, it doesn't have to be quinoa but i think that's really great anything that's not too greasy or like salad stuff like that um no oh, so like salad's no bad? coffee i've heard Coffee's i mean i've bad, heard yeah. salad's bad i don't know I true it like turns green or something i haven't tried it so i don't want to i don't want to find out <laughs> definitely no corn I've uh, sure I've, I've pulled weird things out of girls' buttholes and it's fine. Like I get it. Like we, I feel like as performers, a lot of us have been there. Yeah, but um, everybody I think knows the, when everybody's had corn. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you know when you've had corn. And and I mean, and th- that's the thing too. And, and it always blows like civilians' minds. But yeah, I mean, if you're on set and and you you're you're familiar with shooting anal as a male or a female, obviously you know if there's a little oil on the dipstick. It's not the end of the world. You're you're not going to freak out about it. You know what I mean? And right. civilians can't really understand that, which I always find funny. But like you said, you pulled weird things out of girls' buttholes. What what have you pulled out? Corn. Oh, okay. Corn. corn. Like an actual cob or no? Like an actual. Kernel, I mean, you never know what kind like of a, scene. A kernel of corn that didn't digest. Okay. So. Oh man, like a girl used to like corn on the cob as a dildo and just lost it for a while. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, like, I, hey, it could happen, man. I, I think people one of lose the, gerbils all the time, and that's tragic. <laughs> all is it all the time, or is it kind of rare that people lose gerbils? I feel like the word got out, and it's probably like ger- gerbils are a little safer on the streets these days. Poor Mister Lemony Winks. Oh man, <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, but what, man. what else goes into the prep? Quinoa. Right. So um, in the morning, I I'm usually not in the mood to eat before any scenes, mostly because I don't get hungry until like noon. So I usually don't eat the day of, um, although I've had like a protein bar like right before because I do take a good amount of Imodium, just like one or two pills. But um, I think the most important part that I learned um, from Emily Willis, she gave me the best advice. She was like, you don't use an enema like a douche. Okay. You, you don't just rinse out once and you're good to go like a pussy. That's, that's not what it is. Yeah. So I will literally like wake up an extra hour early now. And I'll take like an hour just to like rinse out, rinse out, rinse out. Yeah. And but now it's like I mean I do a lot of anal scenes and I've gotten compliments on how clean my butthole is. So mm. that's a great compliment to get. It really honestly. is. I yeah. can attest. I can attest. I mean, it's because but- you can really have a bad day on set. When it goes bad on an anal day, it can go really bad. So what's the? It can go really really. Have bad. you ever? Have you ever? I mean, like, have you guys ever seen it go really really bad on on an anal day? Yeah, man. I've had it go really bad. Oh, really? For you or for yeah, someone else? For me and for other people. I mean, other girls like, and I really feel for them. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like seriously, don't be embarrassed. Like I've been there. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. definitely happens. It's like if you're gonna shit on anyone, shit on me because it's like I can handle it. Yeah, I'm I've an seen, adult. I've seen anal veterans just like <laughs> I love that. It, it got it got way out of hand in that. You probably just made it to the uh, sound the sound check too. <laughs> and the uh, that couch, I'm, I can assure you, was removed and thrown away. 
Oh wow! It yeah, was it was that bad. It was like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Shit happens. No pun intended. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but but I, I yeah I always find it, I mean I always find it interesting. I mean we even get we even get emails and stuff like I love that you guys ask about their anal regimen because I want to know how, how they each do it because yeah. everybody does it differently and I I've discovered this like uh, what Kissisins likes to do uh, gummy bears. Yeah. Um. So she will eat gummy bears like the that's day pretty, of. That's pretty common. Which is pretty. Yeah. I've heard gummy bears too. and eggs because they don't digest quickly, so you can eat them the day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eggs. I haven't that's heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's interesting. Although I heard eggs for male talent because it'll oh, that provide more calcium. Cum. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, what P- uh, Peter North back in the day used to do the uh, the egg in a glass. He would break the whole thing and then drink like two or three eggs and just bam, like Rocky style, and it would make obviously Peter North is legendary, but. I wonder if he still does that. Well, that's like Hulk Hogan shit, man. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's like, I don't know if I could. Uh, I'm good on that. Yeah, I don't know if I could pull that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it'd have to really make a big difference. Because there's things you can do, obviously. There's something else that you can do. Yeah. There's always an alternative. Right, yeah, that's true, too. And then, I mean, when you do the, um, when you do like your, uh, your, your, your regiment and things, like, is there anything that you would, uh, you'd recommend for a new girl? Maybe she's thinking about shooting anal and things like that. Like, how would you recommend they kind of get started and, and, and get prepared for that? Uh, I would say just everything I said, but like, most of all, don't do something that's not going to make you happy because I wasn't really happy when I first started doing anal because I would just starve myself because that's what other girls told me to do. Okay. And it ended up making literally no difference. Like some of my worst days are when I ate the least. Oh, wow. You know? Okay. And then some of my best days were like, fuck this shit. I'm just going to eat. Yeah. And I fucking ate. And it was fine. So it's like, it's not that. And also like, it can take like up to like three days for food to digest. So what are you going to do? Starve yourself for three days and then do multiple anal scenes. There's just no way. So I just think it's this false sense of security for some people, but other people, you know, they have good experience with like not eating the day before, but like, that's not me. I love eating. I'm yeah. Gonna eat. I, I think it's important to find what works for you. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, that's, is. that's always kind of the, uh, the, the catchphrase there is, is what works for you may not work. For somebody else, honestly, you know, that's, it means the same for careers, you know, yeah. when you ask for advice and things, it's like what you did may not necessarily work for, for them and that sort yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. Not, it's and, like, you got to figure out what works for you and sometimes it takes time and that sucks for some of your first <laughs> anal scene partners, but that that's just what it comes down and to. And it's sometimes. really, it's really hard to hear the like people regimentally starve themselves to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know sometimes you got to cut weight for this or that, but to like have to do it regularly, like people shoot anal scenes every week. So mm-hmm. there's like what a couple days every week that you're like fasting and starving yourself. It's terrible for you. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible for you. It's hard on it's harder on your body than if you shake yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right. Honestly, it's going to probably have True. longer lasting effects too. Just let it fly. Now, now when um when you know you were saying that you like to put yourself to the limit and and see what your body can do. Have you shot a scene where you're like, "Wow, I'm I'm a little surprised that I was able to pull that off," or you know, where you were kind of like, "Like, damn, I, I I didn't think I'd be able to go there." Yeah, actually, not too long ago, I did um, my first scene for Kink, and it was a gangbang. So there was bondage, um, like you know, spanking, slapping, spitting, choking, and anal, DP, double vag, yep. and they shoot for about an hour. Yep. And I perform in those as a male. So really? Yeah. 
I know so exactly what you're talking about. It's definitely a long day, and I, I absolutely wanted to be there. It was amazing. I had a great time, but people don't understand, like, how I felt. Because, um, actually, when we started doing, like, the anal part of it, someone was like, your asshole's bleeding. And they didn't just mean, like, there's a little bit of blood coming out. They meant, like, they could see the tear on my asshole. Oh, wow. And it was like, we already shot the blowbang. We already shot, like, a bunch of the um, first position. So it was like, they were like, do you want to keep going? I was like, yeah, because <laughs> I did want to keep going. And um, it actually, it didn't hurt. It didn't really hurt for some reason, but okay. there, was, there was a tear on my asshole. And, but and people could see it. But it was able to kind of he- heal, like, better or whatever? Like, you were able to kind of, you didn't have to go to the hospital, I'm assuming? No, no, no. I mean, I think it's fairly common, like. You can tear your asshole, but yeah. I just because it was a rough scene, I think they they didn't start like as slow as you should when you're doing anal. So it was kind of just straight into it, yeah. and it was you know it's kink, it's, it's rough. Inten- they're right. very intense, right? Yeah. yeah, so it is intense, and I mean, I definitely got like a little bit emotional. I was like, "Fuck!" Like this is a long day. I still have a lot to shoot. I already shot a lot of it, and this is a thing that I really care about and want to make awesome. So I definitely had a little bit of like an emotional release. Had, but they take lots of breaks, so there was time for me yeah. to, like, get my shit together. And they take really and, good care of everybody. Yeah, so it was, like, awesome. I mean, I like, I loved my experience, but it was definitely, like, a roller coaster. Yeah. It's kinda, that's kind of, like, the thing about it. It's, like, some of the most extreme stuff that you can shoot um, for, like, mainstream porn. Because it... Yeah. I mean, but they also go to another level with how much discussion they go into about... Yeah. what you're getting into yeah. and especially for the girl it's all about the female performer um but everybody they just go to another level and actually i think now because so much stuff has happened uh, a lot of people are picking up honestly on like what kink has been doing the whole time with how much consent yeah. they, with how much consent and information they go through yeah and they hit every mark when it comes to um compliance like with like they do not they don't screw around at all. Dude. Yeah, they've always been like a pillar of consent. Like yeah. whenever, whenever you think about like how to model, like especially now your consent forms or the video that you shoot beforehand. I mean, they go through the whole contract of like, yo, are you cool with this act, this act, this act, this? Act, you know, and, and it, some of it may seem random and, and like, what the they, fuck are you asking me that they for? Will but not, they will not hesitate to stop for anything. They yeah. will, they will stop a hundred times if they have to. Um, they're very encouraging, but they're also very like, they give you the option like over and over again. Like if you want to stop, if you don't want to do this anymore, if you're uncomfortable over and over again throughout the course of it. Um, and not only that, but they, they, they have snacks the whole time. They order (laughs) you, they let you order whatever you want for lunch. Oh, wow. Yeah. But even like for guys too, that is a rough day for yeah. everybody on that set. Like all of us feel accomplished when we get through those. Wow. Yeah. It's a hard day for everybody. It is. And I, especially for the girl because it's just her and then all of these fucking big murderous dicks. Yeah, true. <laughs> murderous dicks. I, like <laughs> I mean, dude. Yeah. It gets brutal. Some, you look at some of them, it's like, you just look angry. <laughs> There's a lot of metal involved sometimes. Yeah. There's a ton of rope involved. They fly somebody down to tie you up professionally and only they're allowed to tie you up. Oh, wow. They even insinuate... Um, there's only certain people on set that are allowed to slap you. There's only certain, like, if they use floggers, that you have to be, like, kink certified to use okay. a flogger. Yeah. They don't let um, amateur anybody get more than 
just a roll. Seriously. Oh yeah, you can do so. Serious. Like, they, yeah. they they even do setup when it comes to like tied up bondage. Like they'll throw the rope in and we'll insinuate that we're tying her up. We don't do anything. Oh, wow. And then we step aside, and they have a professional rope tire who literally flew in to do that. That's awesome. And they, the rope tire, from what I've seen, like, they go to another level, too. Like, if you move it up like this, you'll feel like this. If we push it down like this, maybe this will be more comfortable for you. Yeah. They yeah. think about it from a logistic level, and they check in with you, like, all the time. Yeah. It's, it's really, like, the most impressive shit, but that's why... It's like the most well done, really hardcore shit. Yeah, Whitney's told me about that before. She's she had to shoot where she was suspended in yeah. bondage, and I was looking at it. I'm like, God damn, how the fuck didn't your limbs like completely fall? You know, fall asleep? And she's like, it's pressure points. So while you're up there, like it, the, the knots are in certain areas hitting pressure points that keep you feeling like your circulation. She's like, I could have been up there all goddamn day. Yep. I would have been fine. And I'm like, wow. We just that's did wild. one. We just did one uh, where the girl was tied up. Um, one leg like was tied parallel to like her left leg was tied parallel to her left arm. Okay. And her right arm was tied to the ceiling on this ring that was dangling underneath of her. And all she had was standing on her right leg. Now in theory, like, dude, how long do you think you can stand on your right leg? Like, yeah, that? she was like that for like 25 minutes. She was fine the whole time. It always blows my mind. Cause and, it seems way not, more painful than it is. Was she fine, but she's getting railed the entire time. Right. Now, now, do you do you prefer like rougher scenes, or do you prefer like like softer, slower scenes? Like, what what's your preference in that regard? Right, every once in a while, I appreciate that I have an easy day. Maybe it's a short POV, no anal, just super simple stuff. All the especially like all the you know taboo stuff because it's just I'm used to shooting it, so it's familiar to me. But I will say that definitely my favorite days are the rougher ones or the ones where I get to do something new or like kink where, you know, they'll let me play with electricity and stuff like that. So um, I think definitely the rougher scenes keep it interesting. I would get very bored if every day I was just, you know, getting fucked in the pussy and the guy's not allowed to choke me because he's my stepbrother. And stuff <laughs> like that. that's very boring over time. Damn those non-choking stepbrothers. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with that? Now was it was it weird shooting your first like taboo scene like when you yes. had to do the whole family scenario? Yes, absolutely. Well, what what was it? Um, I just I want to say it was I was um, I think I got home from school or something and I was doing my homework and like my stepdad came in to help and I was just like this <laughs> you is just so like went strange. straight back into character, right? <laughs> <laughs> But th yeah, that's got to be like a little interesting. Like your very first I've, time doing I've had it. A, I've had a weird day. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a really big, important one that I did for Pure Taboo was I was like a really like maniacal, brainwashy stepbrother who not only banged his stepsister but got her to like bring her like friends to the house, uh -huh. and they would seduce the friend, and then I just kind of like rolled in. Okay. Uh, that ended in a very poor, like it ended very badly. <laughs> there was suicide involved. That was a very, in, also a very intense, scary See, day. That's the wild thing about pure taboo for me. Like, I think pure taboo is like number one in the game right now, but their storylines are wild. Yeah, that one, yeah. that one was hard to talk about. And, uh, it had very, very horrible release time too, but it was, uh, it's called girls night and it was, such an incredible scene like they it's so scary it's a legit horror movie yeah and that's the only reason why it was like hard to be that 
person. It was more hard to be that person. Like I didn't have to be her stepbrother for that to be like the scariest shit yeah, that, that I've ever done. Like it was hard for me to watch. It was hard for me to watch me like be like that and yeah. then it end that way. Oh my god! Uh, it was Carolina Sweets and Lily Rader, and they both were like the most amazing actresses. Like they pulled off looks and body language while performing that like are unfathomable, and they sold it like the whole way. Yeah, and it's just like the dopest horror porn ever. And it's actually it's still like top ten on PureTaboo.com. I actually just checked it. I don't know why. Yeah, but I just checked it the other day, and it shows up on the first page still. Nice. So that one's done really, really well. I mean, and I am very proud of it. But holy shit! I, I think. I mean, I think one of the the biggest like like once I read that script, dude, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Like I think one of the biggest. I definitely had like a moment of thought. I'm like, am I? I'm, can I do I'm, this? I'm signing. I'm signing on for this. No, I already knew that I was signing on for it. Yeah. I don't say. I don't say no to work, and I don't say no to a challenge. And there's nothing like inherently bad. It's just a concept. It's yeah. acting. I mean, we just talked about the sure, movie we yeah. went and saw the other day. It was like the most horrific shit ever. Okay, it's horrific. Guess what? Like, you got to be the bad guy, dude. Yeah, true. And you got to be that bad of a guy. I mean, I mean, I, I think one of the highest compliments you can pay to, like, a porn with a storyline is, like, I almost forgot that it was a porno. Like, like I saw I saw one of the uh, one of the scenes. I forget. It might have been Tommy Pistol and Kenzie Reeve. Tommy's legend. And, uh, dude, I was sitting there watching. I was like, damn, this is, like... This is a story. This is cat. You know, this is, you know, I want to see what happens at the end. It's ridiculous. You know, you're almost like, oh, the sex scene. Okay, okay, but but what happens at the end? Like, you know, like it's ridiculous. You've done pure taboo, right? Yeah, I have. I mean, as much as I love a short, easy day on set, I feel like some of my twelve-hour days on set for pure taboo are some of my favorites because it is a movie and there's this energy where it's like everyone really fucking cares. Like Craven really cares about yeah. his work, and I love that because I care about my work too. That's my and I know not everyone does, so it's great to like be with people who share that same energy. Craven's my fucking hero. So I what know. was your what was your scene with them or scenes? I've done two scenes for them i think do you remember so. what they were called mm, no do you remember who it was sure. with it's okay if you go to pure taboo.com yeah, you can look there, you yeah. can go on models hit lexi lore and you'll find it right pop away. right up yeah. yeah yeah their site's great they have a great site gamma kills and on their sites and you can also join adult time and get every site Fuck on there, yeah shout cool. out shout out to craven and gamma and adult time we love all of y'all we're up behind you a thousand percent you well, guys are yes I, I popped on the adult time website the other day and i was shocked by how many channels they have now fucking like, right like I've, I've always heard them refer to themselves as like the netflix of porn but goddamn like they're, they're getting there i need to get on there they're yeah they're getting there it's kind of wild i need to get on that bitch right yeah but uh, anyway, all right, you guys listen to Demon Seed Radio. We are broadcasting live on the Demon Seed Radio Network. You guys are listening to us here. Don't forget, you can uh, check, if you're just tuning in, you can check out the replay Sunday night, uh, 5 Eastern, uh, or no, 5 Pacific, uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, you can check us out Sunday night on there, but for uh, the next episode of Drinking Dirty in Jersey at 1030 Eastern, so you can check us out there. And, of course, you'll be able to get us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other podcast uh, services. You'll be able to get this episode on there, as well as all the episodes in 2019. And if you want to hear the episodes prior to 2019, uh, we'll be able to uh, set up our Patreon 
Uh, you'll be able to support the show that way, and you'll be able to get access to all the shows all the way back to 2014, um, including a lot of video, photos, stuff that we haven't posted anywhere, um, and things like that. We'll also be opening our OnlyFans, where eventually you'll be able to see live uh, broadcasts of the show, kind of like um, Instagram, but with all the awesomeness of that Instagram won't let us show. So there's that. But uh, anyway, you uh, we're here with Lexi Lore, who is uh, adult superstar. You can check her out. What uh, what are your Twitter and Instagrams? My Twitter is Lexi Lore, and my Instagram is the Lexi Lore. Now, what are uh, what are some projects you have coming up that uh, either you shot or that you will be shooting that people can look forward to? Um, I never really know when my stuff's coming out, but I definitely have some exciting stuff coming out. Um, I have my next kink.com scene coming out, I think, I want to say this month. Okay. So that's the only one that I really know about. What did you shoot for them? Like, what, what kind of scene was that? That was the Bound Gangbang we were talking about. Oh, is that is that no, the one that's actually, coming out? That oh, one, shit. That one actually came out. So that's really exciting. I love watching that because they give me access to the site. But I will say uh, I have another one. It was just a boy-girl anal scene, but of course with more flogging than before. Okay. And... Um, I also had some electricity, which I didn't incorporate in the gangbang. Um, I don't know. Just not everyone was down. But, yeah, definitely in this scene, I got to do some electricity play, which is my first and only scene where I actually used electricity because it used to be something I just did off camera. So I'm excited about that. I, I, I wonder how that would work with the electricity because I've used I've, I've, I've played around with, like, basic electricity where you, like, hold it in one hand and you can feel it, like, in, you know, yeah. when they run their nails along you or whatever. But if you were to hold like, if you're in the middle of a gangbang and let's say you, you're grabbing on the violet wand, will all of them feel it? So the director, I mean, it was my first scene for King.com, and they weren't comfortable using everything on me that I wanted to use. So <laughs> like, bring out the toy chest. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but um, they didn't want to use the TENS unit on me, which is my favorite. They wanted to use just the zapper. Okay. And we just... Oh, like cattle prod? Uh, sort of. Okay. Not really. It's a, it's a zapper. What does it look like? It's like a, it's the red rod where it just, it doesn't... Oh, the f- like the fly swatter. Yeah, yeah, you can't really adjust the settings on it. It's just a short zap, and it sounds very loud, so okay. it's mostly just, like, the loud noise. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I've seen him use that a lot on, on, on newer girls and that sort of thing. That would be cool in a gangbang. I wonder if the other guys would feel it, like, while they're, you know, in your mouth or inside. I wonder if they if I'll it sign, would, I'll sign up to if find it would out. travel. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. John, Johnny, we'll, put, we'll, uh, we'll do, like, a... I'm we'll, an astronaut, We'll bro. do, like, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my hair's already standing up. <laughs> oh, man. Now, now you said something interesting that you like to that you like to watch your gangbang scene. Are you... Do you like to watch your, your own content? No, it's very rare that I like to watch it. I do like to watch, like, some of the acting parts, but when it comes to the full scene, I just... It's so weird. Really? like, this is weird. Yeah. But there are certain things where I can actually get off to it, especially, like, my own content. But just sometimes I just can't watch my own shit. It's weird. Uh, there's a lot of people that can't watch their own stuff, honestly. Yeah, like, I mean, I think I critique it almost. Or I can see same that. Same with my YouTube videos, too. I'm just like, wow, this was weird and quirky, and I said this word too many times. And it's just you can really overanalyze yourself. So I don't tend to watch my own stuff anymore. It's always it's always interesting though because we've had some on the show with like oh, I love to watch my own shit and I'm like well, that's a little narcissistic <laughs> like it's the only way I can get off now watching my own porn it's that's like wow funny. okay <laughs> that's rough damn <laughs> damn that's not me oh man it was Johnny. 
It's not oh my me. God. <laughs> it's not me. No, oh. I like yeah, I like to watch the acting part, but uh, like the stuff I like to see is like the more BTS y kind of stuff. If I watch anything that I True. did that I find in entertaining, it's the BTS stuff. Like the of course. like the full scenes, like once everyone's in full swing, like I got I got no interest in watching that. Um, I do like to see the setup and how everyone did on the setup and if there was a lot of acting involved. That's yeah. what I really care about. Yeah. That's what I really care about critiquing. And then when it comes to the like, cause I have to edit a fuck ton of my own porn all the time. So it's like, I have to watch my own. Porn. Yeah. I don't true. really have a fucking choice. So, um, I really do pay attention to the beginning. I really do. That's what I pay most attention to. <laughs> yeah. And then I kind of just breeze through the rest of it just to make sure that I don't miss anything. Yeah. True. And then I make sure that it ends solid. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. I swear to God, that's the truth. Yeah. That, that's how I, that's how I deal with my own fucking porn. Well, uh, yeah, because, I mean, you know, a lot of times people critique. I mean, that's the same with anything that is creative. You're yeah. going to critique it. You know, you're just going to sit there and be like, ah, oh, I fucked that up. I should move my leg there. I should have done this. I should have done that. I feel like the BTS stuff is head. cool because, like, when you catch something cool on BTS, it's all the it's all the more rad, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's like it's cooler because it got caught on, like, a shit camera angle or mm -hmm. uh, just a random camera that was sitting there just happened to catch something really, really good. Yeah. You know, because it's not supposed to. In theory. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, you know yeah. I mean? it's, yeah, it's, it was like dumb luck that it, it caught yeah, it. Yeah, dumb luck that yeah. something catches the right way. Yeah, true. Or something just like really cool happened before we start rolling the actual camera. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just by having it like there in the corner. I can see that. Yeah, yeah like that's, that's a really the, good conversation or something that happened beforehand. Oh, one of my favorites. I have one that we did with Alana Cruz and Nathan Bronson. It was one that Patrick Guffia shot. It was one of the uh, intruder scenes. And it was the first boy-boy-girl intruder scene we shot. And Nathan goes off on this fucking rant on BTS camera. And uh -huh. I went back and re-listened to it. And I remember we were all dying there in the room. But then when I went and re-listened to it and just like, what he was talking about. Nathan's a great guy. But like what it was, it was fucking funny. <laughs> it, it was really fucking funny. And it was almost too funny to sell. I was like, I don't know if like people deserve to see how good this is. Like, oh, that's awesome. We're fucking funny. That's fucking funny. <laughs> And we were just being douchebags. We had ski masks and we were walking around with ski masks, like jerking off and being idiots. Oh, Jesus. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit that you'll never get to see. But I just happened to be smart enough to run the BTS camera from the corner that yeah. day. And it, it, it was hilarious. Oh, Easily cool. one of the coolest BTS videos I have is me and Nathan Bronson and Alana Cruz. It's fucking funny. And it's like really long, too. Yeah. Is yeah, that on your OnlyFans, too? Part of it is. Ah, see? I think part of it is. Another we, reason you should join the OnlyFans. Yeah, right? Y'all don't even know. Yeah. I'll be sleeping on my OnlyFans. My OnlyFans is fucking lit, kid. <laughs> plus, plus, I have full scenes on there. Ah, see? I have full scenes from that I shot in Co-Own with Spazoo on there. Okay, very cool. Yeah, people be sleeping on my OnlyFans, man. It's because I'm a guy. Aww. Yeah, true. I will say your intruder scenes are really hot. You showed me a little bit of it. Mm. Have you been in any of them yet? No, but we talked about it, and I'm into it. And I would love to if you still do it, though. Mm. Get black bagged in the van. Mm. That was mine. I've that never done mine. a scene like that. You know. Now, when when you shoot when you shoot your own content, like what's some of your favorite stuff to shoot for for you? Like like you know like like what do you have? in the pipeline that you're going to be shooting for like your many vids or things like that, that are just really kind of like for you. Right. So I realized I don't have any peeing content on there, so I'm going to get some of that. <laughs> it's like a theme for today, but, um, well, will they, will they let you, will they let you pee on many vids? Cause I know clips for sale and stuff is originally like super there was, weird. Um, originally no, but there's actually a hashtag for it. So, okay. 
yeah, I, I think it's always changing with like what sites allow what. Yeah, like are, are you able to pee totally. on people or is it like pee on stuff? Because I know that's always been allowed. You can always like pee on a sidewalk or pee on like a stuffed animal or like stuff like that. But like when it comes to peeing on people, some websites get tweaky about it. That's true. Yeah. Um. Also, I, I think just, yeah, making more content with people that I have good chemistry with. So I have a couple more people in mind and people that I want to bring back. And um, I kind of lately I'm into the thing where it's like we don't really have an intro. Maybe we're just talking and like hanging out and it just naturally evolves into sex. So it's like I kind of like that kind of real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, that's really cool. Instead of like pretending you're my stepbrother and you're obviously not. It's <laughs> like, why don't we just like hang out in bed and like, you know, yeah. like, start having sex. Like, like no wow. yeah, like normal people. Yeah. yeah. And like voyeur cam stuff too has been really cool lately. It's like we want to anyway. It's true. Right. We may as well catch just it on camera. It, catch just, the real thing on just camera. Wait it That's out. hot. Just wait it out. I don't know. I saw one of the funniest memes on Facebook going around the other day. It was a guy, he's like, Man, these girls need to stop telling people that uh, you're like a brother to them. I jerk off to stepsister porn four oh days a week. You're turning me on. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> That was a really good line. Yeah. They got you, bro. They got you, kid. Anyway. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to DNC Radio. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, we thank you all for tuning in every single week. You can check us out uh, next week as well. We'll have an episode up. I'll have uh, more information on our Twitter at DemonSeed69. Uh, you can find us on there at DemonSeed Radio on Instagram too. We'll have some uh, behind the scenes stuff. I'll post some of the things that Johnny was uh, taking on there. You can also follow uh, Johnny on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Where can we find that? Twitter is Mr. Goodluck Triple X and Instagram is Johnny Goodluck XX. And because she's not here, you can follow Ms. Whitney Morgan at Ms. Whitney Morgan on Twitter and Instagram. You can also go to misswhitneymorgan.com, M-I-S-S Whitneymorgan.com for all of her uh, all of her crazy fetish stuff. You can also get links to her clips for sale. I think it's I want Whitney Morgan as well. I want Whitneymorgan.com um, and uh, stuff like that to go to her I want clips and all that good stuff. And then Lexi, where can we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at LexiLore, Instagram, TheLexiLore, FanCenter.com slash LexiLore for my Snapchat, and LexiLore.Minivids.com. Right on, right on. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. We will see everybody next week. Photos from tonight's episode, along with episode archives. Follow us on Twitter at DemonSeed69. Catch Whitney Morgan at Ms. Whitney Morgan. Don't forget our very special fundraising effort for Flint Dominic's anal virginity at the very reasonable price of $321. You can reach him on Twitter at Flint Dominic. And to hear more of his fat beats, check out www.reverbnation.com slash weare321. Media inquiry interview requests, and event bookings. Contact Erica Icon at The Rub PR at The Rub PR and www.therubpr.com. Want to be a sponsor of the show? Contact us. Show at demonseedradio.com for info and rates. Demon Seed Radio is a service of Demon Seed Entertainment. All rights reserved.